Welcome back to Noah's Window. This week we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and today we're going to talk once again about the Holy Spirit from the book of Ephesians. So if you haven't already, you might grab your Bible and let's look at Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, we're going to jump in in verse 30. In verse 30, uh, Paul says, And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, He has identified you as His own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. There's actually a lot in that verse. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in most translations, talk about us being sealed. But can you talk just a little bit about what we're learning in this verse? Well, I think one of the great questions that Christians have, and it's understandable, once a person accepts Christ as Lord and Savior, can they ever be lost again? Yes, that's you know, a huge question. Could we ever go through a dark season of our lives where we kind of lose our way? And, and we've all known people mm -hmm. who've done that. Uh, can I be lost again? Well, the, the answer is given to us here that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. It's critical that we understand this one thing. We do not save ourselves. We cannot keep ourselves saved. Right. There's nothing that we can do to keep, if, if there was nothing to do, we could, nothing we could do to save ourselves. There's nothing we can do to keep ourselves saved. But aside from the logic and the wisdom of that scripturally, we have a clear verbatim answer here where the Bible tells us that we are sealed, and the NLT uses the word guaranteed, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. I'd like to talk just a few moments about what it meant for something to be sealed back in Bible days. Because if you want to understand scripture, one of the questions that you have to ask is, what did it mean when it was written? Mm -hmm. uh, because obviously our language well, for one thing, we don't speak Greek, we don't speak Hebrew, most of us are Aramaic, we speak English, so consequently the things that we have in the Bible have been translated from, from either Greek or Hebrew or Aramaic to uh, English. And then on top of that, we have colloquialisms and expressions that are from our times. Mm -hmm. So when something is sealed today, it doesn't carry with it the same weight of something We're not being, sealed. An yeah, <laughs> being sealed back in the first century. But it's really beautiful to look at this in the first century terms, what it means to be sealed. Rome was big on sealing things. So if something was sealed in Rome, it could mean three things. The first thing it would mean is that, um, well, what Rome said was in there was in there. So if you saw the seal of Rome on something, what it meant was that uh, as far as the contents would go, it had been investigated, it had been determined, it had been confirmed. Which is why when you read in the story of the resurrection of Jesus about how that the enemies of Jesus wanted his tomb sealed, mm -hmm. it, they didn't mean that they wanted the, the stone glued on there. Right. What they meant was they wanted the seal of Rome on there. It was a tamper-proof seal. Mm -hmm. uh, what it meant was that Rome had looked inside that grave. They had determined that the body of the person known as Jesus of Nazareth was actually in there. They were actually kind of guaranteeing that he was dead, too. They were well, another... very much they were guaranteeing. Yes. That's what mm -hmm. the enemies of Jesus wanted mm -hmm. because they were scared someone would come and steal his body. So they put the, mouth, they put the stone at the mouth of the grave. They stretched a rope across the front of it. They would put wax on one end to hold the rope there. They would put wax on the other end, and they would put the seal of Rome across the middle, which basically said, we guarantee that what we say is in here is in here, the body of Jesus. Well, that's just one example, but Rome was big on doing that. I mean, because obviously their commerce system mm -hmm. was built on seals. If the seal of Rome was on a barrel of pickles and they said 100 gallons of pickles are in this barrel and the seal of Rome was in there, there were 100 gallons in there, not 110 and not 80. You know, Rome had said, we've, we've looked in this and what we say is in here is in here. I mean, if there was 50 pounds of uh, wheat in a sack, they said, we've investigated this, we've determined it, we've confirmed there are 50, 
uh, you know, pounds of wheat in here. Well, what I love about this is when the Holy Spirit seals us, basically that means what God says is inside of us is inside of us. Mm -hmm. I may feel like a loser, but God says I'm more than a conqueror. I may feel guilty, but God says I'm innocent in his sight. You know, mm -hmm. I may feel like that I'm a failure. And yet on the other hand, the Bible says the God who's begun a good work in me will continue until the day of Jesus Christ. So I love that. The seal of the Holy Spirit says what is in you is in you. What God says, not what I feel like, but what mm -hmm. God says. I love singing that song at New Spring that says, I am who you say I am. Every time we sing that song, I think about this mm -hmm. verse. I have in me what the seal of God says I have in me. The second thing that the seal of Rome meant was kind of like built on that first thing. And that was, you tamper with this, you mm -hmm. take on the whole Roman government. You know, you rip open this bag of wheat without permission. You just took on all the armies of Rome, you know, because it's, it's not just the bag of wheat. It's got Rome's seal on it. So you mess with this, you mess with Rome. It's an ownership. I, hey, all right. I love that because we're, as Christians, we're always under attack. Mm -hmm. And you could be even having somebody in your life right now that's trying to make your life miserable. Well, you know, if they're taking you on, they're not just taking you on, they're taking on all the armies of heaven. I always think about the story of the old, in the Old Testament with Elisha, you know, where the king of Syria was going to come and, and mm -hmm. arrest Elisha. And, and uh, his, his assistant was worried about that. And he said, God opened his eyes and let him see. And when God opened his eyes, mm -hmm. he saw that the hills were filled with the chariots of angels. Mm -hmm. You know, the armies of God were out there. And I think that's, that's what we need to hear when we read that we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Because mm -hmm. basically, who are we? We may be nobody in the world's sight, but if you've got God's seal on you, if Satan tries to tamper with you, he just took on all of heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that's great. The last one is one of my favorites, and especially given the fact that we're going to be talking about prophecy, was oftentimes um, a wealthy, wealthy owner, could even be the government itself, would send an agent on a buying trip. And oftentimes they would buy things that were so big mm -hmm. that they could not be brought back. So the agent would go and select different items for the owner. And then when those items were selected, the seal would be placed on that item. For instance, this was commonly used for uh, the buying of, of timber, buying logs. And so the agent would go and look through all the timbers and look through all the logs and he would, he would put his seal on one and after a while the owner's seal would be interspersed throughout that whole yard of, of timber. But the day would come when the owner would send a ship and he would collect, he would have collected all the logs that had his seal on it. Now I love that because the scriptures tell us that the foundation, I'll quote, the foundation of God stands sure in this, having this seal, the Lord knows who are his. Mm -hmm. And so today, here we are, you know, as Christ followers, uh, we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. We walk and move among the billions of people on the earth, but someday God is going to send his, forgive the metaphor, his ship. Mm -hmm. and for us in the rapture and the Lord will collect all those who have the seal of the Holy Spirit. So to me, every time I read this verse, I think about those three, I, three ways where there was sealing in the Old Testament and what it means to us today. I've talked a whole lot, Brielle. What do you think? Oh, I just, I just love hearing it. And I've, I've heard it so many times, but it's always good to hear it Yeah, again. I just preached it a week yes. ago it's in just, Charlotte. I yeah. love it. I love it because I don't have to worry that I'm somehow going to be missed because I'm already sealed by the Holy Spirit. He, he's right. my guarantee. That's such a comfort, such an encouragement, and such a miracle. It is such a miracle, mm -hmm. yeah. 
that we have his seal upon yes. us. Well, Mary Alice, pray for us, please. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for the Holy Spirit and his work in our life, and we're so thankful that he has sealed us and that we have a confidence in the future because of his work and because of the fact that he has um, guaranteed our, our salvation and that you know who we are because he sealed us and he's going to deliver us to your, into your presence right on time. And I just pray for each and every one of us today, all those that are watching or listening to Noah's Window today, I pray that the Holy Spirit would be present in each of their homes and each of their lives. Watch over them and bless them and guide them, Father. Help them to have that assurance of your presence in their life even today. And for all the challenges we're going to face, I pray that the Holy Spirit would carry us through and that you would keep the evil one away. And we'll be careful to give you the glory and the honor and praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for joining us today. By the way, we're headed for the weekend. That's we're right. in our series right now called Coffee with Jesus. I have the most unusual yeah. story in the Bible to talk about this weekend, so I can't wait. You've been hearing the message. I have. <laughs> I have. And it's, and it's um, you know, I, I, we have so many old Bibles, the two of us, with notes in the margin. And um, when you preached this sermon, a version of this sermon years and years ago, like I, didn't just years put ago it, yeah. I didn't just put it in the margin. I, I found a blank page in the back of my <laughs> Bible and wrote out the outline. So you don't want to miss this week. It's going to be phenomenal, and I think it'll really uh, minister to your heart. Well, we're looking forward to it. And as always, thank you for joining us uh, for the time just to open the Word and to share on Noah's window. The fact that you take part of your morning or afternoon or evening and spend it with us means the world. May God bless you and I hope you have an awesome day.